Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. For the Bud Light Studios, Bud Light for the fans on KP. KKSE FM HD1, Brewfield, Denver, Boulder. Home of the Denver Nuggets. Three games to one lead in the NBA Finals. Nuggets, Heat, Game 5, 6 o'clock tonight. We're coming back to the Mile High City, baby. Bring it in. This is Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. Issues with the traffic lights out in the Golden Area this morning. Highway 93 and 58 as well as 6th and Heritage. This report sponsored by Dell Technologies. So we are catching some pretty good delays in or out of Golden. Give yourself some extra time through there. Eastbound 6 now slowing in from Wadsworth this morning. The Dell Technologies summer sale event starts now with savings on select PCs powered by the latest Intel Core processors. Plus, get deals on accessories and free shipping. Call 877-ASK-DELL. I'm Aaron O'Neill with traffic on Altitude, Sports Radio 92.5. Mosher, Lombardi, and Kane. Music. Why don't you just start it with the part? Why does it go all the way through? To show how much you mean to me. All right, go ahead, Marsh. You're right. Just this is a woman mistake. in you that brings out the man in me. All right, now blast it, Marty. This is what he wanted. Right up, baby. it in to my kids or their kids or anybody else's kids, but I don't care. I can say that I was alive and around for the first time in every major sports championship in this city. I was around and you won't be if you're not born yet. So that's on you. <laughs> um, well, who knows? Maybe we'll have a professional pickleball team. So well, whatever. I, be... I don't care. I, I I won't care. I was around for the first time and, and Windhorse, when we had him on, he's so right. He's so right. The greatest championship is always the first. And it doesn't matter how you win, when you win. It doesn't matter. The first, in in fact, I'll take it a step further. I'll stay. Sometimes getting to the championship feels like a championship. It feels like the first time. I'll make this contention. For longtime Bronco fans, for me, for me, I, I only speak from my perspective. The most excited I've ever been as a Bronco fan was the road to 1977 when they made the Super Bowl for the first time, when they beat the Raiders. 
I was more excited then than I was on that field in San Diego, and I was on the field when they beat the Green Bay Packers. Yes, I said it. I was more excited. I was more in as a fan. I was more into it the first time when they got there than when they won there, believe it or not. And there is, um, I think I've made this comparison to you before, Vic, that I know the big joke is you just don't get it. You don't, you don't understand. You don't get it. I do get it. No, you don't. Yeah, I got a team that's never been to a championship before that mm-hmm. I love dearly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they have, just not your lifetime. Not, not when there was something called the Super Bowl. No, but yeah. they have won a title. Sure. They've never won the Super Bowl. Correct. Super Bowl. Um, I actually agree with you on this. If they just got there, forget yeah. winning it. Yeah. If they just got there, that feeling alone would be like sure. top two sports memories so, of my life. So I ask all Denver fans right here. All, all you know, Because um, here's another thing I want to bring up. I had this argument with somebody about, oh, you know, well, are you a, a Navs fan too? Well, why wouldn't I be a Navs fan? Are you a Broncos fan too? Why the hell wouldn't I be? I live in Denver. I've never understood the territorializing of sports teams. Like, What do you mean? Like you can only be one thing? Well, I, oh, I'm an Avs fan. I'm not a Nuggets fan. Do you live in Denver? That seems stupid. It's, a, it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. It's so dumb that I don't even want to, I don't want to even talk about it. Give it substance. It's so <laughs> dumb. Well, you, you did. I just did. <laughs> when you're a fan, you're a fan of every sport of that city. You don't just to pick and choose. These people that I run into I on agree, Twitter actually. when they have like five different teams from five different. No, well, what's your problem? Or the guy driving down the road. What's your problem? He's got, he's got an Avs sticker, Buffalo Bills sticker, Atlanta Braves sticker, and like you, you know, and you're like in Lakers. And you're yeah, like, honestly, dude, what is your what is your what, malfunction? What, what is what, what is wrong you're, with people? See, like you that. understand you're a malfunctioning you're weirdo being. You're a bunch of weirdos, and I mean that respectfully. So when I look at the history of Denver sports, and don't say Notre Dame, Flax. I went to Notre Dame. I have a vested interest in the school. That's a dumb subject there, too. Let me give you, let me give you some history. Denver history. The first time is always the greatest time. Except, I'll ask you, Mark Mosher, what felt better? The year that the Avs won their cup, just a year removed from Quebec, or the year they won it with Ray Borg. Oh, boy. See what I'm saying? Yeah. See, see, that's... That might be the only case. That might be the only time that the first time wasn't the greatest. Because it was so new. Because it was just sort of yeah. like, whoa, where'd this come from? The, the Ray Borg year was flipping awesome. And I, I, I will had, say this to you, Vic, too. I will say some buildup, by the way. I will say that this last year, last year, with the way this team fought back from 48 points mm-hmm. and so on and so forth... It it felt different, but it felt it felt damn awesome. Well, let's talk to the guy who's going to call the game tonight. Kaz is now on with us. Oh, Kaz, that's, his, that's his walk-up song. Kaz told Kaz told Marty, "If you don't get me on now, then I'm going back to bed." So he's demanding <laughs> his own time. Did you threaten us? <laughs> Were we threatened, Kaz? I, I get my own music and my own time slot, man. This this <laughs> thing's working out famously, bro. <laughs> What are, we, what are we feeling tonight, Cos? I mean, it's a 3-1 lead, and I feel as if if Miami had a, a haymaker to throw, it would have came in game four at home. Is yeah. this thing in tonight? Man, I hate jinxing stuff, and, you know, I'm, I'm already nervous, dudes. That's why I didn't sleep last night. You know, I mean, 
Mosier's been through this before with the abs. It's just, um, I mean, I, I can't envision a way Miami wins this game. So I want to say yes, Kaner, but I mean, I don't, you know, you don't want to, uh, you know, chickens hatching, all that stuff, man. I don't, mm. I don't know. I, you know, I don't know what to say. Yeah. Will you cry? A hundred percent. Yeah, totally. hundred percent. One hundred percent. You know, because yeah. one of the things about this series that is that has blown me away is, yes, you get the game in game three where you get two guys putting up 30-point triple-doubles, and it's amazing to watch. And then you get this game in game four, and I know it's very difficult to say that a guy who has 23 points, 12 boards, four assists, three blocks, three steals is a subpar game for him, but that's the Jokic curve that we grade on. Uh, when he left for five <laughs> fouls and Jamal Murray's five of 17 from the field, you would right. think that that's a recipe where Miami wins. And because of the way this team is built, with the role guys stepping up exactly when they need to, Aaron Gordon and Bruce Brown win you a basketball game. Those two. How, how well, does I mean, every night it's somebody else? Yeah, and, and, and that's the beauty of this team, right? Because you never know. Like, who saw that Christian Brown game coming? Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and so, um, you know, then you just look at the others. Like, okay, so Bam Adebayo, like, even if you wanted to say it this way, this is, like, totally simplifying it. I, you know, I want to keep it simple for Vic. Um, <laughs> if, if, if Jokic and Bam Adebayo are awash and Jamal Murray and Jimmy Butler are awash, then what are we really talking about here, man? Uh, Duncan Robinson, um Caleb Martin, Gabe Vincent, um, yeah, and Gabe Vincent versus Aaron Gordon, Christian Brown, KCP, Bruce Brown. I mean, at the end of the day, man, I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm not saying this because I'm a Nuggets boy, but Denver's just a better team. That's yep. all there is. That's, ca- that's, that's, uh, that's all you can say about it. And cause I came in this morning, and again, I, I we we on the show as you know now. You t- you talk about your chickens. We don't put any carts on the backs of any horses, right? That kind of thing, right? Yeah, uh, exactly. But but at the same time, I, I was talking right early in the show that look, man, I saw the post game interview with Butler and Autobio. I saw. The Nuggets win by 15 and 13 in their building in games three and four when they had all the momentum after game number two. Did you see resignation? I did. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm not going to ignore it. I'm not going to say, well, the, you know, this thing, I'm not going to pull a cause at the end of a game, good game. But what I'm going to say is that it's okay to acknowledge where this thing is gone, what the demeanor is, and so on. I know the Heat are going to play for their playoff lives tonight. Okay, fine. They also gave it their best haymakers in games three and four, and they couldn't get it done because the Nuggets just have too many weapons. And I'm sure it had to break their 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 backs, cause when AG's going off for 27, but that's, for a better team, that's what's supposed to happen. Well, I mean, it's got to be frustrating, right? Like, yes. I, you know, I think, I, I think Coach Spo is one of the best coaches in the NBA. And, um... Right when you think you got something going on, like you play the, you know, whatever they want to call it, the one, two, two zone, 94 feet, and that kind of threw a wrinkle into things. And then, you know, you start Kevin Love, and that kind of threw a wrinkle into things. Um, so, I mean, you know, they, they, they've thrown everything they had at the Nuggets. I mean, they, they you know, I mean, there's, we're, we're done with surprises 
You know what I mean? Uh, there, yeah. there's, I mean, what, what, what can you possibly do? I mean, you know, so I just think it, you know, self-admittance. It's like, dude, we're just not as good, you know? And, and that's what I rest my laurels on. And um, maybe I should have thought about this at 4 o'clock in the morning when I couldn't sleep. Because, um... <laughs> hey, did you, uh, did you happen to grab my radio case off the flight? Because I can't find mine. Vic, you're, you're a joke. <laughs> okay, fine, fine. But, but did you did you have someone contends that perhaps someone like you, who has no idea what's happening when we arrive and you're sort of half asleep, did you accidentally grab my radio case? Why would I do that, dude? Well, because mine's missing, and you've been known was, to grab it, things well, that I mean, are yours. What, what, you know what? Was there a bottle of whiskey in there? There may have been. <laughs> there may have. Hey, uh, serious question, Kaz. Somebody asked me this yesterday. I did a piece with... Uh, with I think ESPN, and they asked me, who will you be most oh, happy God. for? Who will you be, like tonight, if they win tonight, and God, I hate talking about conjecture, but if they win tonight, and you're you're on the, who will you be most happy for, besides me? Other than me? And me. Who else? Oh, okay. Other than us two? Yes. Um, I think you gotta go, like, the people that have been there the longest. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. You know, so, um, you know, I'll, who would I be most happy for? That's a really good question, Vic. You don't, you rarely come up with these things. Well, I, it wasn't. Um, that's why, because it wasn't my question. Somebody you know, asked me. I, I, hands, oh. hands, hands would be a good candidate. Yeah. Bill Hands, hands is be, a good. Hands is a, a great candidate. candidate. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, you know what? And maybe that's where we go. You know, yeah. all, all the old schoolers: Dan Issel, uh-huh. Byron Beck, you know, Fat Lever, David Thompson. I'll be interviewing Alex DT. English. Tonight on the on the pregame show, he's going to be in yeah. the house. David Thompson will wow. be in the house tonight. Wow. Yeah, because they, you know, they, they've knocked on the door a couple of times. You know what I mean? And there's still a lot of what what the Nuggets have really done well is they've kind of kept the family together. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, and so all these old school guys, you know, they, they still show up. They're still around, like yeah. like we've seen on the broadcast. And so. I think maybe you go that way a little bit, you know, just because they put in so many years and, and so much time and so much effort, you know, maybe it's those guys. And now, and now if you go staff, dude, I mean, don't make no mistake about it, man. There's a bunch of these guys. You saw Monte Morris on the floor, God, you know, so you, cool. by the way, our, our tourist Karnaschovas was in the stands for the other game. Wow. Um, mm. you, you, you have, you have Gary Harris, you know, mm. Uh, Tim Conley texts me about almost every single game day. Mm-hmm. So, you know, people have a lot of pride and a lot of love in the Nuggets. And, you know, so all, all the old school Nuggets guys and, you know, just the dudes that help build this franchise. Yeah. I mean, you got you got to be happy. You know, you got to be really happy for them. Absolutely. And not only that cause, but the, you know, the fans who have just been there, even through the thick and the thin. Every game, too. Yeah. There, there, are, there are select 100%. fans. Yeah. Cause, you know, because you stand around and you, you call the games. And when I'm at every game, there are select fans whose are, the faces are so familiar. Mm-hmm. They're at every game. Every damn game. And, and cause, I sit here today on this Monday, June 12th, with the opportunity yeah. the Nuggets have built for themselves tonight. Remember back when we were in our 20s, right? And and I know it's hard. I know it's hard to remember. But and I, I would say your soon to be NBA champion Denver Nuggets and Shem's like, what the hell is Mosier's problem? What the, the and you're like, no, no, Shem, he 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 wants it. He's a fan. He believes. He cares. I didn't think we'd be in our fifties then, cause when we got there. But 
I mean, here right. we sit. We here we sit at the precipice, man. It's amazing. Well, you know, and then I, you know, I I hear from dudes like old schoolers, like you know, I hear from Eduardo Nahara. Me and Nick Van Exel change uh, change texts. Um, Danilo Gallinari, John Barry. Um, you know, I'm 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 not a name dropper. And as a matter of fact, that's what Barack Obama told me last Shut week. Shut up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, but um, you know, it's just it's it's a long history, man. You know, and and it is, and and everybody should embrace it, and you know, everybody should enjoy it. You know, and um. Hopefully we don't go back to South Beach, man, because that's a, that's a three and a half hour you, flight that I don't want to be on anymore. Kaz, Kaz, love you, brother. We got to go, but I cannot wait to hear the word tonight, the word that you see appropriately enunciated at the end just, of every win. Just chill win. for now. Just chill. When cool. you say the word over just chill. tonight, just chill. I might cry. I might cry. <laughs> God, bless, God bless you, Vic. Me and you are cut from the same cloth, bro. All right, All right. bye. See you, Kaz. All right, two boys. All right, when we come back, um, look, two keys have been forgotten because of the Nuggets' full-team basketball. It's almost made it not matter, and it blows me away. We'll get to it next. Two guys on this roster. Fun have told you four games into the NBA Finals. KCP would be averaging six and a half points a game on 28% from the uh, from three. And Michael Porter Jr. would be averaging similar numbers to the vein of eight points per game on 13.5% from three. What do you think this is? I'm thinking it's a tough series. I'm thinking it's maybe even Miami up 3-1. I'm thinking, uh-oh, because they need that three-point shooting. But against Miami, it's not as essential. They... They want to slow. Th- they want to gum it up. That's yep. what they do, right? It's not one of those crazy 125, 120 games. It's n- it never is with this team. They want to slow it down. Okay, and that's the beauty of this Nuggets team is that you want to play fast. We got that. You want to slow it down. We got that too. Want to play physical? Okay. Want to play above the rim? Got a couple of those guys. What you want to do? And we got it for you. It, every night. And this is what, again, just kind of blows me away about this team. You needed somebody to step up in game three with the games that Jokic and Murray were having. It came from Christian Brown, of all people. Christian Brown gave you the big game. That was the game of Aaron Gordon's life. Like, the greatest game he's ever played. Aaron Gordon not only goes 11-15 from the field, 3-4 from downtown, seven boards, six assists, tough defense, 27 points. You want to talk about as I saw the NBA Finals MVP ladder. Did we talk about that, by the way, before game uh, four, that Christian Brown was fifth on that Finals MVP ladder? Went Jokic, Murray, Jimmy, Bam, Christian Brown. Obviously, um, Gordon is number three now. But you talk about the perfect player alongside these guys. And for somebody who changed his game to fit the role necessary on this team, knowing that at times... He was going to have to shoot the ball 15 times a night. And he was going to have to put up some points. And to have that game in that mm-hmm. moment, you say it all the time, Vic. It's like, when it gets to crunch time, high-intensity moments, how do you play? Mm-hmm. Gordon didn't respond well last year. 
This he, year he did. He changed his game, and, and I think we have a perception problem, even um, amongst ourselves with this team. When we refer to the Nuggets, we always refer to them as the big three. Somebody brought it up on the text line, too. Mm-hmm. Like, who are the big three? And I think we're we're misinformed because that third wheel can be different every night. That third wheel is a role player who suddenly plays that great role. This is a two-wheel team when you come to think about it. It really is. It's a two-wheel team. It is, Vic. But when you use the word role player, I want to clarify something. Sometimes it can be used as a pejorative. I just it's not, I'm not trying to say that, but you can't base you can't say big three based on max contracts alone, right? Agreed. Agreed. Oh, the highest paid players are your best three. That's not the case because Aaron Gordon has been the third best player in these playoffs. Yes, and, but what about again? Aaron Gordon. Joker talked about it the other day too. But you said it was rotational, like it. It's Gordon. It's been Christian Brown. But, but if three, I had to tell you, it's been Bruce. It's but, been KCP. It's overall though in, in this playoff run, who's been the third most valuable player? Aaron Gordon, player? without a doubt. I mean, it's no not doubt. Even, because of what he's done defensively. Think about sure. this. They, first round, he had to deal with Cat. Shut him down. Then yeah. KD. KD. Now, didn't shut him down, but kept him under wraps. I mean, he had... He didn't get he insane. Had, he had KD shooting like 40% for the field. Had to That's do, almost impossible. Had to do with LeBron. Then LeBron. You know, again, when I look back, Joker said it the other day. He, ta- he was asked about... A, AG and, and Bruce Brown, and he said, you know, they they know their role, but he's being, he, he knows it in a in a positive way. What they have to do what, on this particular team, a night in and night out, and so on. And th- that's not a pejorative; that's a, a real thing. And now, again, your role would be to lock guy lock this guy down, play defense here because you're not asked to be a big time scorer. But when the opportunity has presented itself in game one, in that first quarter, when okay, you want to leave. AG unguarded, dunk, 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 lay and dunk. And then last game when you say, okay, we're going to we're gonna do this to Murray, we're going to do this to Jokers, and then AG just has the ability to get off, and he makes them, and he's an incredible factor. That's huge, Kaner. But what I love most about it is the maturity that he showed last year after they got knocked out, Vic. Mm-hmm. And he said, I, I, I've got to figure out my game. I got to. I've got to go back to the drawing board, and I've got to. I've got to be better here, here, and here. I've got to mature as a player. Yeah. Well, my God, dude, the payoff you're getting right now from Aaron Gordon is awesome. You know, all of these things kind of coming to a head of these little moves that were made. You kept the core, then you find the right pieces, and blah blah blah. Everything that we've seen in this series is kind of what we expected, isn't it? Miami's not very big. They got out-rebounded by 25 in Game 3. They actually out-rebounded the Nuggets in Game 4, but marginally. Um, We knew they would struggle to score. Miami has not been a big scoring team. Is it? Did you say most three of the three out of the four games of the series they're yeah, under? Yeah, they scored ninety three points in Game One. They scored ninety four in Game Three, and they scored ninety five in Game Four. Game Two, the that they won, they scored one hundred and eleven. For them. And that was like, a full Nuggets, and the Nuggets would tell you they had a bad game. Here's what I tell you. The and Nuggets the have the ability awesome. because of their, their star players. They have the ability to have one guy. If one guy goes along for the ride on offense, that feels like it's enough. The Heat need about three. Like, they need Caleb Martin and Gabe Vincent and Duncan Robinson all shooting well for them to have a chance. And they put that together in game two. They did that, but outside of that, they just they can't find a way to score. 
If they can't shoot threes, they don't stand a chance. I need you to consider something. If the Nuggets do indeed win tonight, and I think it'll be a hard-fought win. Everybody says, how's this game going to look? I think it's going to look a lot like that Game 5 win against Minnesota. Do you remember how that game went? Tough. What happened at the end? Let me think back. Three think about what happened ago. at the end. It involved a little bit of a scandal off the court. Why yeah. am I blanking on this? Somebody threw a chair. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Anthony Edwards. Yeah. So Anthony Edwards has a Wait, three. He didn't, he didn't throw a chair. Well, he, he whipped banged, a chair. He banged a chair. So Anthony yeah. Edwards at the end of the game has a three to tie it. The Nuggets had it wrapped up and somehow gave them a chance to tie it. Right. He misses the three and it looked good. Do you remember that? Ran off it the court. Good. Ran swung off the, the chair. But that game was not easy. Remember no, that it game? Was not easy. There was nothing easy about that game. It was nip and tuck but, the uh, entire way. Right and that's there. Minnesota. That's a team that knew it was toast, right? So who are we to think that Miami is going to suddenly give up? No, so th- don't uh, make that mistake. That. Don't, no, nobody is saying well, that. Well, you Vic. sound like you, you you sound like you do because I'm telling you right now, Miami is not coming here to just give up. I don't think anybody on this show has that said guy, that. That guy right there, look at him. That guy said it. He did not say that this is going to be a 30-point win tonight. He did not. He insinuated it. I did uh, not. Uh, I didn't even hear that. Nope. I felt it. Then you're feeling Big time win. Then you're feeling things that, that don't exist, Jack. What I'm trying to tell you is, by the way, the Nuggets team that won game five against the Minnesota mm-hmm. Timber Pups, that ain't this Nuggets team, Jack. You're, if you're telling me in the last two months, what the hell was that date? What, what, what was the date of game five against Mini? Somewhere, uh, there's like April still had like a week and a half to go in it or something like that. I mean, it was so long ago. If you're telling me that this team hasn't April even grown. April 25th. There you go, 25th. Okay. If you're telling me this team hasn't even grow, has, hasn't grown and matured even more and learned even more through this entire mm-hmm. postseason run from game five against the Timberwolves oh, to where they are right now, oh. well, then then relax, Vic. Oh. Then stop it with this crap. All, all I'm saying is I expect the game tonight to be a hard-fought game. Well, so do which, I. Which, in, 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 when you think about it, is the way it should be because it's been a hard-fought season. But I don't want to lose sight of this. Guys, I want you to remember this. As hard-fought as it will be, This will be a playoff run that will go down in the history books as one of the more dominant playoff runs an NBA team has put together. If you could finish it off tonight and go 16-4 and like the Avs did last year, uh, look at the history of the NBA playoffs. How many teams have gone 16-4 and or better? Uh, The Golden State Warriors, I I, I believe, went 16-3. and Couple the, years ago, the Warriors years. in 2016, 17 went 16 and one. All right, how many teams? You give me, give me, give me. See, when I envisioned a Nuggets championship, people said to me, "What, what would it look like to you?" I always envisioned, God, every series going to seven games, and then somebody making a freaking half court shot to win it. Craziness, craziness, crazy. I always envisioned craziness, nip and tuck. I didn't envision this kind of dominance. Excellent point on the Twitch feed from Buck. Buckham, how does Vic remember stuff like that but totally sucks at the feud? Because my brain has so much data in it already. Sports data. Mm-hmm. I am a sports scientist, a doctor mm-hmm. of the sport, mm-hmm. that I don't have time for frivolous crap like cartoons and family feud. I'm actually with him on this. My, uh, 
when it comes to names. My name is like a bouncer at a club, and we're at maximum capacity. If I learn a name, somebody's got to go. <laughs> <laughs> Something, something's, yeah. something's getting squeezed out. Well, so hold on a second. For a, I'm being dead serious. So yeah. you're, you're, one comes in, kidding. one comes out. I'm not so, kidding. So at the gym mm-hmm. tonight, we're going to meet somebody, okay, mm-hmm. for the first time ever. Maybe a listener, you and I are walking with each other on the concourse. Yep. And he says, hey, I'm Steve. So you're like, hey, Steve. But then plenty I, of times I say, mm-hmm. he says, hi, I'm Steve. And my the, the bouncer in my head will go, we're at capacity. And I don't even remember yeah. it like five seconds later. I'll give you an example. But if I do remember it, that means somebody from like high school is now out the book. I'll Just give you an on. example. Yeah. Most tell me if you can relate to this. So when I call the uh, the Air Force football games, as yeah. they called it last year, mm-hmm. they played Northern Iowa. So I had to memorize the Northern Iowa roster. And I knew all the Northern Iowa guys. I can't name a single player for Northern Iowa right now. You know why? Those names, exit, stage left, get out. I don't yep. have room for you. I don't have time for you. I got other things coming through. You got to get out. That's just the way it works. Interesting. Well, I, I love, see, again, Vic, last year, I'm in it, right? 16-4 and four with the abs, I, but I'm in it. I mean, I, I game two, uh, you know, you're home against Edmonton. Oh, God. Game three at Edmonton. Oh, God. Think about how similar, by the way, Moj, not to interrupt you, but I did. Think about how similar these runs are. 16-4, 16-4 if the Nuggets win. Both teams would have swept their conference final opponent. It's, in, it's, in, it's insane. And, and that's what I'm trying to tell you, though, Vic, is when you're in it, it's hard to see. And it was 2-2 in the second round. Both of them. Yes. God, it's crazy, the similarities. Again, I wrote about this on Twitter. Uh, they both started, both teams, both cores started with the draft, right? You get all world players in the draft. Now, granted... The Nuggets got one during the Taco Bell commercial. The Avs draft picks were drafted early, and they amounted to greatness early. The Avs added a couple pieces to polish off a great team at the trade deadline. The Nuggets in free agency and last summer added a couple pieces, Bruce Brown, KCP, to polish off a great team. And they drafted a kid. Exactly right. Two kids, but so, one kid so in place. both teams had the foundations in place, born of the draft. Both teams had the patience and diligence to see it through. Both teams did. Well, that, you know, and, and let me, we had Josh Kroenke on the program. There's, there's a common denominator between these two teams with that approach, yeah. We, we had Josh Kroenke on the, on the program last week. Was it last week or two? I don't, I forget what it was. Why if they beat the Lakers? And, you know, we talked about that and stressed the patience aspect of it. You know, you ask Wendy today, Kaner, how many teams would have, been impatient, right? And say, mm-hmm. we, we got to do this, do this, get rid of this guy. To... Well, look, uh, the patience has paid off. You know, sometimes the right move is not to get crazy. He was talking about how Michael Malone missing the playoffs the first three years. That loss to the Timberwolves in game 82, that was so friggin' painful, you can't even believe it. But sometimes you got to go through it, man, to get where you need to be. The Avs' 48-point season, and Jared Bednar, will he even survive? Yeah, he's going to survive because he's a good coach. We're going to put this thing together the correct way. It's the same thing that the Nuggets did. And here we sit. Do you, you may think that I'm full of crap here. And you know what? I may be full of it. You can say it, Vic, right now. Go ahead. I know you want to. Monica. Well, let me, let me hear your take first. Yeah, before I tell you your take is dumb, let me hear your dumb take. Brett, that loss to Minnesota. You're full of it. God, you're so stupid. You're so full of it. Moronic. Next question. Who's to say that when the universe weaves its threads over time, mm-hmm. circumstances, people, and it weaves it into this moment, June 12th, 2023, on a Monday, 
the Nuggets have the opportunity that they've earned and they've put themselves in tonight to do something they've never done before. Mm -hmm. Who's to say that you didn't have to go through all that pain, the torn ACLs, back surgeries, patience, losing to many, ACs, 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 inbound pass. You're on to something. Going through the pain, and this is why the first time is such a great time. Going through that pain, I mean, your heart being broken all those years, right? Heart being broken, vanquished, stabbed, impaled. When you break through and finally win, I, I, I'm i dead serious. I'm, I'm not going to be here tomorrow. If you want to find me, come find me. I don't know where you'll find me if the Nuggets win tonight. I will be in a gutter. I don't know if this is a threat or a call for help. I, 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 it might be both. I don't know where I'll be. I don't know what will happen. If the Nuggets if the Nuggets win tonight, I got 54 years of it. Where? Point. Right in there. Point to where? Vic, right please, there. point to where it is. 54 years of it. <laughs> well, you can hear that game with pregame starting at 6 o'clock right here, Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. Back after this. On the Shomp Mazda text line. 303-504-0925. Shomp Mazda. One price, one person, one hour. Vic's theme this whole day has been it feels like the first time. Now, I don't know what happened to Vic, but I was talking to to his lovely wife uh, a couple days ago. And he somehow fell into foreigner again. I don't know how you fell into him. You saw him on TV or something. What what happened? No, I, I went to my, uh, what's this app where you have all the music? What is this thing? Uh, what's this app called again? Spotify. Mm-hmm. And I hit foreigner and I couldn't believe how many freaking records, how many hit records they had. I just couldn't believe. Okay, their very first hit ever, Brett, was feels like the first time, right? Sure. Turn your mic on. Sure. So... That has been Vic's theme for this entire NBA Finals. And then especially going into tonight, when you've presented yourself the opportunity to do it all. Feels like the first time. Mm -hmm. And so we sang about it earlier on the show. We sang the song, did we not? It was awesome. The bear texted me, told me to shut up, that I was awful. What about me? No, you were fine. She going to paint me? Seriously, if the Nuggets do win tonight, if the Nuggets... Find a way to overcome a wily, feisty Miami team that's going to give it all they got. Will the Bear, who is a noted artist, she's very good at what she does. She is. Will she paint me? Please paint me. Now for the 81st time. No, Vic. She does not want to paint naked Vic Lombardi. Just, I'm sorry. Just my torso. Nope. Can't, can't say that she wants to do that either. Although you can ask her, you'll probably see her tonight. Where you was can this ask going? Her. Well, I'm, what I'm saying is, this he's right. The first time, all, all everything that, that, that this team has been through, this fan base has been through, this city has been through, since starting with the Rockets all the way to today, bro. Did you know that the Denver Nuggets existed for a year in 1947-48 and uh, never made it through the year? They went out of business and then returned as the Denver Larks in 1967 changed their name to the Rockets and then became the Nuggets. So they actually existed way back for a little bit. 
I just saw, it was funny over the weekend, I don't know how I stumbled upon it, but I saw the scene inside the boardroom with Jackie Moon when the ABA commissioner says, okay, we're, we're going to merge with the NBA, and he yeah. tells everybody to go blank themselves and all that. He's like, hold on, Jackie, you hold on. I'll eat a big <laughs> Right, right, eat, eat a big bag. Right. Well, it was just four teams, right? And the nugget. I mean, coming from the ABA okay. to the NBA to where we are today, Kaner, what I'm trying to tell you, I, I'm sitting here today as, yeah, a sports guy, sports host, typically yeah. rational. My head is emotionally swimming this morning. I know. I feel like we're kind of all over the place. We, and it's we actually, we so. really are. We really are. It's not a good show today, and we apologize for the lack of I, direction. There's been well, wind horse was terrific. Cause yeah. was awesome. Well, how about this? It, it's your job to keep the train on the tracks, and you've done such a poor job today. Just acknowledge it. You've been yelling about foreigner for an hour. No, I haven't. He has. You, you did. You did too. Mosier has been. I don't know what these references are. Can I? Can I attempt to do something here? Yeah. Marty found this. This is from last year. Might sound familiar. This was post-game of Game 5 against the Warriors. Nuggets bounced. Aaron Gordon took the podium, said this. Other than that, it's really about, it's less about um, working harder and much more about working smarter. I mean, to elaborate, I'm playing with Yoke, who's one of the smartest basketball players in the world. So i got to raise my level of IQ uh, to help him, to help everyone, uh, to help the coaching staff. Um, and uh, so just becoming more a student of the game. And I've relied on my talent for so long. You know, it's just natural talent and uh, not enough on the cerebral part of the game. And um, so I think now is the time to switch. When he said that, damned if he didn't go in this offseason and do everything he just mentioned, which is playing smarter. Damned if he didn't absolutely back up everything he said. Everything about what Aaron Gordon did, especially in game four, we're talking about a pivotal game. The reason why we're even discussing the idea of this thing being over tonight is because Aaron Gordon was phenomenal well, in game I, four. I think the one element that we are underappreciating in this playoff run is how locked in this team has been. Yep. How ridiculously locked in. While we sit here on the radio and talk like idiots, they have been complete businessmen. 19 do you know what games, businessmen do? 19 games into this postseason. They give go me, to, they give go me, to they baseball games, have a businessman special. 19 games into this postseason, give me the single game where they played poorly. They've had poor stretches. They've had stretches. I, I, I thought the fourth not a, quarter. Not a bad game. I thought the fourth quarter of game two against Miami was their worst quarter in a long time, and that's it. They haven't had a bad game this entire postseason. Like, to Vic's credit, talking about being locked in, you can't point to a single one and say, God, they played awful tonight. Nope. As he said, there's been awful stretches because you can't play perfect basketball for 19 straight games. Brett, but Brett, every team on this playoffs in the playoff run has been blown out. Yeah, the Nuggets have not. Every not team, not one time. Every team has been blown out. Not the Nuggets. Not once. Not close. To hear a guy they've never lost by double digits. No, think about that. To hear a guy back up what he said a year ago, and to see it come to fruition. And let's also acknowledge that Aaron Gordon was correct about his assessment of himself. Now, again, you're dealing without Jamal Murray. 
MPJ. It stinks. Very difficult against the team that won the championship. So he took a lot on himself. But boy, oh boy, was he correct about his own assessment and now the ability to play at a higher level with his brain. I honestly don't think you're here without every single one of these guys in the rotation. If you're missing Gordon, there's no chance. You don't have the defense, I don't think, to back that up. Same thing with KCP. Porter, his length, rebounding. I know not lately, but his shot making. I don't think you're here without that. I don't think you're here without Bruce Brown off the bench. Could you get by with somebody other than Christian? Yeah, you probably could. Could you get by at a replacement level player of Jeff Green? Maybe, but Jeff Green's leadership. But what about game three, Christian Brown? I get it. I'm just saying you could have somebody else. But every guy in the rotation has done something to get them to this point. Of course. That's, that's, yes. I'm saying, like, I don't think that they're at this point, basically without this assemblage of players. Like, it's, it's the perfect mix. And it had to be. As Windhorse told us earlier, it's the organic growth of the team. Despite the fact that we go back three years ago in the bubble and this is the last time they made the Western Conference Finals and you're like, well, there's only four guys in the roster left over. It's still, it's been this steady build and climb where it feels like Aaron Gordon's been here for five years. It truly does. You know, I was I was thinking about this the other day, Brett. And and please stop me if, if I'm an idiot. Stop me if I'm going too far. Please stop me. Okay. If Jamal Murray... Whoa. Stop. Whoa, bro. Stop. Those three words turn, were more turn, than turn enough. Turn them off. Turn them off. Yep, you're done. So yes, you're you've been stopped. Okay, all right. We 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 decided I'm gonna continue the theme. All right, now continue. Now we've established right, you're stupid. Go ahead. If Jamal Murray doesn't go down with that ACL, and MPJ doesn't miss most of a season with the back. Mm-hmm. Are we looking at two, possibly three titles by now? Is that beyond? I mean, that's reason. A, that's it, no, it's not beyond the pale, Vic. But it's it's a or, or biggest, it's just pretty like presumptuous. Okay, it's, yeah, it's, it's pretty, pretty presumptuous. presumptuous. But 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 the talent is the same. I think you'd be the, looking at deep playoff runs. Okay. Yeah. Now, now, what happens beyond that? I don't know. But remember, Golden State from two years ago is not the same mm-hmm. Golden State team now. Okay, I just, yeah, but, you know, but again, that's why I, I included. Call but, me an idiot if I'm. I just wanted to. But let me put get that back. It's not. It's not like it's impossible. But Victor, let me get back now to the thread aspect of the universe. And by the way, you never even chimed in and said whether you thought that was bunker or hokey or whatever. But the thread universe of all of it, you just talked about how remarkably steely mentally this team is, right? Mm-hmm. How locked in they are. And the ads were that way last year. Again, I'm going to argue to you that in order for this team, Brett, the way the components have come together, but the mentality of 27, 15, 50, I can go down the line. The menta- Number one, the mentality of these guys, Michael Porter Jr. owning what's been a tough final so far, but doing other things to help his team win. Yeah. I would argue to you that not going through that adversity, they may not be where they are mentally right now. That they had to go through these different things to and, be to be this particular team right now. And, and those teams didn't have the same role players this team has. And credit Calvin Booth for being decisive. And he didn't care about relationships. He said, what does this team need? Well, let's go get KCP. What does this team need? Let's sign Bruce Brown. 
Guys, do you, do you remember when they signed Brown, how I said at the time, do you remember on the show how I said, this is my favorite Nuggets mm-hmm. signing in years? Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. How I said, I cannot wait for Bruce Brown. He's going to be perfect on this team. Do you remember those coming out of my mouth, those yeah. words? Yep. Was I wrong there? No. It brought, and I talked to him as you disappeared on media day and did whatever it is you did into the ether world. Brett and I sat down and talked to Bruce Brown for about 15, 20 minutes. And do we not love him at that particular moment? And he loved becoming a Denver Nugget. He was so excited. I mean, all this matters. When you're sitting here, it all matters. Sure it does. So open yourself up a little bit. Allow your, your brain to look back and see these little hints, these little clues and keys that have been stacking up all along the way. Hell, we should, I mean, think back to the Bruce Brown interview, Kaner. Mm-hmm. I mean, we should have been right there going, all right, we'll see, mm-hmm. in, the, we'll see in the finals. <laughs> I mean, he was so happy about being but, a Nugget. He had grown so much as a player himself. He was ready to participate in this team with these guys. But even this team, there's always addition by subtraction when you when you come and, and climb the mountain. Right? You lose players that you otherwise would love and, and you add. I don't I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. But, but that's part of the process. But even this team, even this team, if they win it all tonight, take a good look at this team because it's not going to look the same next year. Agreed. Nope. At the N- same, no team ever does. At right? the same time, I would argue to you that this team had to shed a couple of players and maybe a couple they didn't want to, but that had to in order to be able to assemble the team that they've now like, got. I don't think anybody wanted to get rid of Monte. Nobody did. Nobody no. wanted to get rid of Bones until it became unbearable. Until right. you, it just it hey, had to happen. You ask anybody right now, would you prefer to have Monte on this team? You'd be like, oh, of course. Yeah, yeah you do want I, Monte. Do I like Gary Harris? Of course. I think Gary Harris is a super great dude. I don't want to see Gary Harris leave my life. Had to. I don't want to see Monte Morris leave either, but let's be. Let's had be, to. Let's be outright. Had to. Straight about it. Who's your back? Is it Monte or, or Bruce Brown? Who's your backup point guard? Well, it's Bruce, but the Monte thing facilitated KCP to get in the starting lineup. And the Gary Harris trade, as much as we all love Gary around here, that netted you Aaron Gordon. I mean, it it just goes back. It proves, once again, to get something, you have to give up something. Yeah. You never get anything for free. The only thing this team got for free (laughs) was the second round pick. (laughs) Is is the 41st (laughs) overall pick during a Taco Bell commercial who turned out to be the greatest player in the world. I mean, if you want free, that's as free as it gets. That's like going to Taco Bell and saying, okay, order a gordita and get a two-time MVP in the process. It's only $5? That's it? I'm in. All right, 303-504-0925. An hour left. If you guys want in, pregame at 6 o'clock tonight right here at Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. You ready for this? Get in the game with Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. The North Boundary is the only field-level patio in Denver sports. This new game day experience at Colorado Rapids Games offers a space for the fans to take in the action from an unparalleled viewpoint. Open to the public for the first time on July 4th for the match against the Portland Timbers. Tickets include a $16 drink voucher. Grab your 